This is Donald Parham. You're listening to Chargers Unleashed, part of the LA Football Network. Stay diggy. And this is Chris the second, Chargers outside linebacker. And make sure you check out Chargers Unleashed. Hey, Guys, Chargers Unleashed, Sebastian Joseph, they know the vibes. We outside. Are you checking in with Mike Williams from the LA Chargers, and you're tuning in to Chargers Unleashed. You're listening to the Chargers Unleashed podcast with your host, Dan Wolkenstein and Jake Hefner. Welcome to Chargers Unleashed. Dan Wilkinson here from the LA Football Network. My co-host Jake Hefner is still out on vacation, but we have a special guest taking his seat today. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, Charger Bolt Family, Rock Solid Sports Memorabilia, and Bet Online. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. Of course, go to YouTube, that like and subscribe. Be sure to catch every episode. Thank you for tuning in today. Exciting show today. We get to talk to Chargers safety number 32, Alohi Gilman. Uh, this is a fun one. I cannot wait to have you guys listen to this. Lots to talk about. We go over this Chargers playoff clinching experience versus the Indianapolis Colts on Monday Night Football, kind of what that whole weekend was like for them, what it's like going into these last couple of weeks, heading into the playoffs, as well as kind of the mindset of this defense, what clicked, as well as kind of the leadership on this team. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into my discussion with Alohi Gilman on Chargers Unleashed. Welcome to Chargers Unleashed, week 17 of the Chargers 2022 season. Los Angeles Chargers are sitting at 9-6 and six with the Rams matchup coming up this Sunday. Playoffs already clinched, but still so much to play for. One of the fan favorites of this entire Los Angeles Chargers team this year, stepping up huge in the secondary, literally just walked off the practice field. Former team captain at Notre Dame, Troy Palomalo impersonator, your Chargers safety, Alohi Gilman, joins us on Chargers Unleashed. Alohi, thanks so much for joining us. Happy holidays. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Happy holidays. Thank you. Thank you. How are the holidays for you? Did you do anything fun? It was great. Um, it was my, my family was out here. They flew up from Hawaii, so I was able to spend some time with them. Uh, it's been, shoot, it's been a good amount of years since I've been able to spend the Christmas, you know, holidays with them. So I'm grateful I was able to do that. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, thanks again for hopping on, uh, folks. We have a ton to discuss. Obviously, we'll talk about clinching a playoff spot, the opportunity ahead for this team, the upcoming matchup with the Rams, the number one defense over the last three weeks. I mean, my goodness. Uh, the fans, but let's start with last week. And I, I got to ask, take us back to last weekend. Like, how did you celebrate the holidays? But more importantly, like, take us into the excitement. I should say more importantly. But take us into the excitement of the process for you and the team as you were kind of watching kind of all the stars align with the teams around you all losing one by one and kind of those checkbox going, setting up yeah. for that clinching opportunity on Monday night. Yeah, for sure. I mean... Obviously, being a holiday, holiday spirit, holiday time, was having a good time hanging out with my family, uh, watching some games. Um, and like you said, you know, slowly, you know, it was good vibes, obviously, because I was with my family. It's holiday, it's Christmas time. And slowly, we just see things aligning for our team. And it's, we're all sitting back, kind of watching it. I was actually sitting with my family watching these games, and they're all kind of looking at me like, hey, like, you might get a pretty good Christmas present after this, this weekend. So, you know, it was cool to see that happen. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously we still have to go and get the job done and we still have the job to get done. So we haven't really accomplished much yet, but, you know, it was exciting to see that align for us. Was there like a like a team text chain? Like were you guys all kind of connecting with each other as those games were happening on the other teams where you're like, wow, they lost. Oh my gosh, they lost. Like, here we are. Like, did you, are there any kind of fun interactions yeah. you have with the teammates? 
honestly we didn't really have any interactions besides probably like in person where we're like probably before the game where we're like hey like we didn't really say anything it was kind of like uh just an eye signal like that's telepathic but like yeah it's time to go so you know that's kind of kind of fun part about it I love it. I love it. Now, Monday Night Football versus the Colts. You guys dominated again, 20-3. to The defense balled out, held them to 0 for 10 on third down, 1 for 4 on fourth down, 7 sacks, including the one where you kind of channeled your inner Troy Palomalu flying over the pile to help make the stop fourth <laughs> short. You know, Derwin with one of the biggest hits probably you'll ever see. The team's getting healthy. Now you got all-pro Joey Bosa back, Derwin's back. Like, what's it like playing in this defense that's humming like it is right now? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's feeding off each other's energy right now. You know, we're, we're trying to keep that going, keep that chemistry going. The energy is high. The vibes are high. Guys are smiling, having fun. And uh, honestly, for me, man, it's been the most fun I've had playing ball in the league uh, in a long time. So, you know, I've, I've just enjoyed this whole process. I'm having fun doing it. And that's what makes this whole journey, you know, worth it. It's a great segue. Um, we're talking to Lohi Gilman, number 32 on your Los Angeles Chargers. You've been on this team for a few years. You've gone through a few defensive schemes. You know, everyone kind of talks about like the learning curve required for this Brandon Staley defensive scheme. Like fans have seen the performances as of late. Like, what has the transition been like for you personally over either the entire time you've been in the league or just this year specifically? And, like, was there a moment where things kind of clicked or slowed down for you personally? Yeah, I mean, you know, the league is, is interesting, you know, because it's, it's a journey and it's hard to compare. You know, in, the NFL, in college, you have four years and this is the kind of the track that you're trying to go. But the league, you know, you it's it's a different journey. Everyone has different roles, um, you know, within the team and system and whatnot. And for me, you know, being able to learn a bunch of different schemes in college and in the league has definitely helped me in my process, my learning process. I'd say I picked up the scheme pretty quick. Felt pretty natural for me. Um, so going in into you know last year, you know picked it up, showed showed them that I had some uh, ability to trust them in the system, and building on it this year has been has been fun. You know because I've always felt like I felt natural in this system, felt good, uh, felt confident, um, could command it well. But it was just you know getting more reps, more game reps because you know I've been playing my role as you know, a dime safety, uh, whatever other a third down safety that have come in and playing a lot of special teams. But as those, you know, reps kind of compound, you kind of start to feel a little bit more, get in the rip, rhythm of and flow of the game. And me getting those opportunities to start in some games definitely helped me early on. And, you know, now where I'm at now, I feel way more comfortable. I, don't, I wouldn't say there was a certain moment that it clicked. I've always felt comfortable, but, you know, those reps are compound and, it's kind of a feeling of confidence and like, hey, like I know what's going on and I, and I can execute it good. And, and you can see the difference. I mean, it's glaring how how much improved not only you, but like this team has been over the last month and even this year. Um, yeah, the season has been a lot for the fans and of course for you and the team. You know, lots of ups and downs, lots of adversity. You know, injury circumstances, yeah. all these do or die moments. Yet you've come out the other side stronger and now playoff bound. You know, a whole lot of folks would have folded, yeah. but not the Chargers. Like, let's get real for a second. Like, you've talked yeah. about protecting the brand. Like, how has this season been for you guys in the locker room as an organization? Like, in your opinion, like, what have been some of like, the defining moments for the team? Like, what's kept you together? 
you know, it, it's it's hard to tell, you know, throughout the season because there's so much that happens and there's just like an emotional swing, just like the fans are going through it. Like, trust me, like we're coming into this facility every day and we're like, damn, what are we going to expect today? You know, so I think for us, it's just kind of understand that, you know, the season is a journey and we have to continue to just keep putting one foot in the other and keep figuring out what works for us. And so, you know, you know, for the fans who were kind of like, what's going on? Like, you know, we're doing we're in the same process as you guys. We're trying to figure out what we can do to to click. And I think us going through adversity early, losing some guys and trying to figure out some things actually helped us in the, the back end because, you know, we learned what we can do to figure out ways to click. And towards this last back stretch, I think that's where it, it kind of hit for us. And, you know, getting some guys, whether we had guys who were hurt or not, like understanding that if we could bring that chemistry together, you know, things will roll smoothly, smoothly. So I think that's kind of what happened. And, you know, it just kind of took off from there. You mentioned the fans. Uh, there seems to be a ton of Chargers fans out there in Indy and Lucas Oil. Uh, Coach Staley and many of the players have talked about kind of the impact and the rise of the fans and powder blues for this team. How has it been for you kind of seeing the Bolt fan both at home and on the road? Like, have you noticed a difference this year with the fans? I'd say so. I mean, you know, this is my third year with the Chargers. And, you know, obviously the last two years kind of weird with COVID. So I guess you could say there's a significant difference because COVID was around and not as much people was outside. But I feel like on a away game, there's definitely been a difference from, you know, the past couple of years. So, and, I, you know, some of the vets that are on the team who's been here with the team for a while has kind of felt the same same energy. Whether we see you out there or not, I feel like the energy is just different um, on away games than it has been in the past. So, you know, I, I think we, we feel it and we appreciate everyone who's coming out. And, you know, hopefully you can just stay along with the, along the ride. Yes, uh, SoFi has been bumping as of late, and it's been fun to kind of see the home crowd kind of grow and grow and grow and grow to where, like, that Titans game felt like a playoff game. Uh, yeah. it, this year, it seems like for so many, refen- for so many reasons, excuse me, the, the defense kind of took a minute to get up to speed. And now, flying around, you know, number one defense in the NFL these past three weeks, in your eyes, like, what led to the shift that we've seen as of late as a group? Yeah, I think... You know, you know, like defense, you know, obviously football is a team game, right? And for us, it's trying to figure out what we can do to bring each other closer within the scheme. And, you know, it's harder because everyone in the league, in college, you know, it's easier because everyone's the same age, everyone's this and that. But in the league, everyone's different ages. Some might have kids, some might be married, some might not. So it's like building that relationship together as a defense for us specifically has been the key. And, uh, it's a relationship game. So for me in the back end, from my point of view, you know, I try my best to to bring guys together, um, you know, to let everyone know that we're in this together and buy into each other. And once we did that and acted upon it and people are seeing each other do it, it's kind of like, okay, like it's time to go now because I, I know my guy over here is doing it. I know Kenneth Murray's doing it. I know Kyle's doing it. I know Nas is going in, so I got to go too. So that's kind of the, the vibe that we've been, feeding off of now it, lots of folks talk about like the defensive improvement these past few weeks and you know i guess like i don't know a lot of people talk about like oh maybe it was the, the miami game that is where things started clicking or like what for you guys like was there a point in the season prior to that that maybe changed the course of the defense before that um i think it changing in a good way everything should be is a growth thing you know so like 
us losing to San Fran the way we did and uh, KC the way we did, KC number two and KC number one, like <laughs> that, like that lights us up, you know, like it, it's not a good feeling. So we're coming in the facility like that burns more than the fans know. Like <laughs> the fans are hurting, like we're hurting more. We're like, man, this sucks. <laughs> so I think those are moments that like stays with us and we, it's not something that's said, but we all kind of feel that and us going through that phase and then finally making a choice where we're like, hey, like, you know, let's go and turn this thing around and everyone buying into it and letting each other know that we're in this together. It was just like an easy moment for us to just click. I love it. Now, I, I, would, I want to kind of put you on the spot uh, here a little bit. I, uh, I put out a question on Twitter earlier today kind of asking, you know, who do fans feel is the most improved Chargers player this season? And there were a ton of people, ton of names, uh, but your name got a ton of buzz. Uh, it was, we got Gilly, we got Gilman, we've got Tranquil and Alohi, we've got so many choices, Pipkins, Kelly, Fahoko, Drew, Vato, Gilman. Gilman has been a big reason why our defense has been playing so well this year. Alohi Gilman, I'm shocked at how impactful he has been for you personally. Like, what has this team looked like in terms of, like, who has improved the most in your opinion? Like, who are kind of the shining stars or the ones who go as, like, the unsung heroes that you're most proud of? Unsung heroes? Oh, man, there's so much to pick. I mean, I don't want to be be political in this moment, but <laughs> I'd say I'll pick – this is what I'll do. I'll pick one on offense and I'll pick one on defense. There we go. Offensively, I'm going to go with uh, DeAndre Carter, D.C., He's been the unsung hero. Obviously, a lot of guys were down on the offensive side, and I feel like he's he's been a guy who's been consistent for us and who's never complained and always filled his role the best that he could and gave us some sparks. So I'll go with D.C., although there's a lot of other guys I could pick. Josh Kelly, Pipkins, playing on one leg. People probably don't know that. Um, but uh, on the defensive side, man, there's a lot to pick. Um there's so much people who actually played with played injured this season. Um, and a lot of guys who stepped up, you know, I'll probably go, I'll probably go with Mike, Mike Fato. I mean, obviously he was the guy who was backing up JC and who's came in and filled the role and we all had confidence in him. And he's just been a guy who's been consistent for us day in, day out. Takes one play at a time. He's uh, good to work with and uh, it's been fun playing with him. So, Copy on Mike. Okay. All right. I know. And I know that's a hard question because there are so many guys so who have funny. stepped up. I get it. I get it. Um, now, for you personally, we're wrapping up with Alohi Gilman. For, for you personally, stepping in for Derwin for the better part of the last three games and really kind of stepping up and performing at a high level, like what has that process been like for you? And like what was the message been from the coaches and teammates in the secondary specifically kind of going into that? You know, it's always hard to feel a guy like Derwin James shoes. Um, <laughs> But for me, the way I approached it, um, you know, I, I just wanted to play my game. Um, I feel like I'm a guy who can fill a lot of different roles. I've played to the field, I've played to the boundary, I've played in the box, I've played deep. Um, so my my role coming into this situation was, hey, and I was talking to the coaches about this, like, I'm going to do whatever I, you know, I'm going to do, play my game. And it, it is different than Derwin. It's hard to mimic Derwin, but, um, you know, it is different and I'm confident in it. And uh, if you if they give me the trust to, to let, let me go and do my thing, uh, you know, I think they'll like what they see. So I just came out with a post like, hey, I'm going to play my game. I've always believed in myself. I've always known and felt that I was a baller, a guy who could, who could make things happen in the back end, up front. So 
and just bringing guys together. So, you know, I just went out, I did my thing. I, I think I played with a lot of energy and just had fun doing it. Like I wanted to have fun and bring people along the ride with me. So that's what we did. I, everyone just felt just kind of bled off that energy. And I, I've had so much fun doing it. I'm, you know, I'm just grateful to be a part of it. Honestly, it's pretty funny and it's fitting. The the first snap against Miami on defense for you and then yeah. where, where you're, you know, locking up Tyreek Hill and then last week where you're kind of flying over the pile to stop that fourth down. Like that last one specifically, like did you plan that going into the play? Like what what was that even like? Did you just kind of is that just instinct taking over? I'd say it's 90% instincts, 10% just saying effing and just <laughs> trying to make a play. Honestly, in my head, I would give you guys a little rundown. Ryan Tannehill <laughs> ran a sneak against us in the goal line, on goal line at, against Tennessee, and I was thinking about jumping. And I hesitated a little bit, and I was mad at myself because I was like, dang it, I should have jumped. So I was like, if I see that situation again, and I didn't know when it was going to happen, I'm jumping. So once it <laughs> happened and I saw it, initially i knew what i was gonna do so if you can see the film like i'm kind of like running down before it even happens because i know i'm jumping and uh <laughs> it was fun and i felt like i kind of jumped too far and a little bit too far but you know I had hey, fun it works it. it worked and i had fun doing it i was smiling and laughing actually while i was doing it um <laughs> talking trash to my boy q nelson on the, on the other side notre dame guy um so yeah i had fun doing it i love it i love it i'm funny you, you mentioned talking trash um for much of the season, the secondary unit has arguably been kind of the strongest part of this defense. And it really seems like it's gotten connected, playing for each other, having fun. You mentioned that too. You know, everyone kind of has a different personality that seems to be shining through, at least when you're watching this game. So let's have some fun. Describe to us kind of yeah. the vibes in the secondary. Like, who's the jokester? Who talks trash? Who's all business? Come game day. Oh, easy. Who's the jokester? Easily has got to be... Um... I'm going to say Derwin or – I would just go with Der- Derwin. What's the other question? Uh, who's the – let's see. Who is kind of all business? Who just is – All business, Mike, Mike Davis, easily. He's <laughs> locked in. No one, he doesn't want to talk to anyone during pregame. He doesn't want to shake anyone's hand. He always leaves all the DBs hanging. So I always get on him for doing that. He wears his, his headphones and he doesn't want to talk to him. If coach talks to him, he's like, get away from me. So yeah, Mike Vonzo for sure. All right. And the last one on that, uh, who is the best trash talker on game days? Best trash talker? I'd say Zant. Zant is the best trash talker. He's a little spark. You know, he's a little feisty little dude. He's kind of annoying. You know, like other receivers are like just annoyed at this kid. But uh, he, he sparks us, man. It's fun playing with him because he's he's feisty out there. and He's talking trash. He's having fun. We're dancing. Um, so, you know, expect to see some more dances coming. Me and Zot got some stuff planned. So. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Preview. Is, do you remember? Is there anything that uh, comes to mind that he said that, like, stuck, stuck out to you? Like, I cannot believe he just said that. Uh, sheesh. I don't know about anything, like, specific. He'll just say some stuff where he – He's like one of those kids who just always has to get the last push, you know. So like, if you push him, he's gonna push you until the last whistle, to the last, to the last guy, and he'll just be annoying doing it. So I don't know about anything specific, but just the stuff that he says and you know and whatnot. So it, it's fun. I love it. I love it. Alohi Gilman joining us here on Chargers Unleashed. Now, as we wrap up here, big opportunity these next two weeks, possibly get to the five seed, head into the playoffs. Lots to play for. 
First up are the Rams. What are some of the things you and the team are looking to accomplish this week? You know, other than obviously getting the win, are there any specific goals that you and the team have over these next few weeks they can share? Um, in terms of specific goals, I feel like I would, I don't know if there's a specific like number or anything. I think what we're trying to do is not exhale in this moment. Oh, it's like oh, it's cool. We we clinched the playoffs and whatnot, but. We want to keep the momentum going, and we want to build into the playoffs. So, obviously, we want to take care of what we have in front of us, but we just want to continue to build, and we don't want to drop off. We don't want guys exhaling, and we still got a lot of ball and ball to, and you know things to prove to people. And so, we want to keep that going. Let everyone know that we're still we're here to play. So, I don't think there's anything specific, but we're just trying to continue to build on what we've been doing. Alohi Gilman, number thirty-two, for your Los Angeles Chargers. You can find him on Instagram. Alohi underscore G. Obviously, you can find him on Twitter. You see it all the time. Alohi Gilman. Uh, Alohi, anything else you want to tell the great friends of Chargers and Lee's Chargers fans before we head out for the weekend? Oh, not much, man. I just appreciate all the, the Chargers fans, the Bolt, Bolt family out there, loyal fans. Um, stay with us. We're going to continue to keep this thing rolling. Um, you know, stay tuned to seeing some more uh, flying Hawaiian out there. So it seems some fun dances. Appreciate y'all. The flying Hawaiian himself, Alohi Gilman. Thank you so much for joining us, Alohi. Cool. Stay healthy. We'll talk soon. Best of luck on Sunday and the rest of the season, all right? Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. All right. See ya. Head on over to betonline.ag on your desktop or your mobile device to sign up for today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started again. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. Bet online where the game starts. Also...